Hello, everyone, and good morning or good evening or if you're sleeping. Good evening anyway. Welcome to another episode of Black Tea. Uh, today's episode, I had a chance to interview a wonderful, beautiful soul, as in Max Zen Jones, amazing young man, amazing, amazing guy. Uh, for people that know him out there, he's very great at what he does, uh, very intellectual, very fluent, very connected, very down-to-earth person. Uh, I had the pleasure of speaking with him. This episode was so warming uh, and just so just like, uh, it was out there. It was amazing. Uh, and then for our callers to come in and uh, and chime with us and chat with us and, and discuss with us, with Matt, it was so amazing. Uh, we break down the mental health issues in society, especially in our community. We uh, break down how do we lean on each other, how do we lean on ourselves when we get down, when we're burnt out, when we're tired, when we just mentally drain. Oh my God, like I said, this episode was just so amazing. Uh, you guys, you know, you stick around and check it out. Uh, check it out to this episode and and let us know how you feel about this episode. Like I said, you guys want to meet Max uh, in person. Uh, they DM to whom Facebook Max Zen Jones and, uh, and and meet with them and chat with them. He's an amazing guy. Check this episode out. Thank you. Hello. Oh. There we go. Can you hear me? Yes, sir. I can hear you. How you doing? Ah, oh, great doing great we are live right yes sir we're live wonderful like to, uh, give, like to give it a few minutes to let everybody know that we're live excellent yeah that sounds great <laughs> i was just doing my uh i was doing my get ready get ready ritual <laughs> Right, yeah, I was actually, I just finished a little bit of blindfolded yoga, so <laughs> I was doing my my own little get ready ritual for the evening. Yeah, I was going to <laughs> and she's looking at me like, uh, babe, what are you doing? I said, I'm doing my whole stands, getting ready to host. yeah you gotta get that little energy dance in right gotta get that body moving ready to go yeah i got my little i got my little medicine in me so i'm ready to go you know what i'm saying i'm ready i'm ready to do this i know tonight's gonna be uh it can go it it can go either way you know i'm not expecting it to be any sort of way just want it to be whatever the energy guides us and that's you know let that i'll let that uh motivate us a little bit absolutely yeah. yeah no expectations on on where the conversation goes though so you are hosting and i am so looking forward to just like you said being in that dynamic flow and it just is. letting it move us so yeah really looking forward to this opportunity to connect with you is diamond going to be on tonight uh no diamond's not going to be on tonight uh as far as right now Diamond is taking a little personal care for herself, and we reach out to Good. Look. Good. Yeah. yeah. I understand that. Um, I mean, we all go through those deep, deep spaces where we need to just be with ourselves and, and like go inward and get some introspection. I go exactly. through that, too. 
even though like I'm holding a lot of space for individuals to have that experience for themselves, I too, as a facilitator, have to find my own space to facilitate my own movement exactly. of energy and experience. So I definitely can relate with that. In fact, today's kind of been that big day for me. So it's kind of funny when we are just <laughs> having a little bit of, uh, you know, pre-conversation to this podcast, you're, you know, kind of saying what the flow you were looking for, uh, exactly. what you, what you were thinking it was going to look like. And it's just such perfect dynamic to where we're going, <laughs> what we're experiencing. Mm -hmm. I got, uh... Like today, like I said, today has been well, I say this entire week and I had a had I had a kind of a little bit of I'll tell you the story, you know, when I we get a little bit more uh followers listening to us. Uh but yeah, it was I just recently had a moment. I was like, Oh my god, I have a moment, you know. But I had to find my find my peace and, and get back to where I'm going. So it's tonight yeah. tonight's gonna be influential for people that's going through the same thing. Uh, that we're going through it. It's not sometimes it's not even bad. Like I said, it's not even bad. You know, you can get too much. A good, a good thing hits you at once. <laughs> mm, yeah. I, well, I mean, so, it's funny because, like, for me, I've shifted my mindset so that, like, good and bad is it's not it's nothing's bad. <laughs> it's <yeah>. all good. <laughs> um, yeah. And I just it's the way we perceive it, how we're moving through things, because we can either allow ourselves to get to that space where we're about to break down and it's a choice yeah. at that point. Now we get to choose because there's, there's that little keyhole, right? We're in that darkness yeah. and there's a little keyhole and we're like, Oh man, I feel like there's nowhere to go, but that's exactly where we need to go. Right. In that little tiny spot where there is that light, that little space where we can unlock and move on through it. And it's the eye of the needle. It's uncomfortable. Um, but that's what's required when we have such an internal experience that wants to be expressed through this physical form. And we don't know how to quite um, give it that, that space and opportunity to be expressed. And so for me, I use different techniques, um, different modalities that help me when I'm starting to go through that eye of the needle. Um, like today... I had hit a space where I've been just doing a whole lot of business development on a few different massive projects and getting into some really creative spaces. And I found myself just really up against that, that wall, you know, that, that big wall where yeah, it's like, okay, yeah. everything's getting foggy and I just need to find a way through this. And, I had to just start asking myself some questions, you know, some really deep, important questions of, am, am I, um, am I trying to force myself through this or is this something that I get to just be soft with myself about? Cause I feel like a lot of times yeah. we start going through the heavy, heavy stuff and we start beating ourselves up. We start losing, um, maybe as much of awareness as to our self-talk and the way we're, we're, um, guiding ourselves through these experiences and the way we guide ourselves is you know in the end that's really what's going to determine when we get to the other side how we feel what what it looks like for us and if we can be our ultimate guides then we can navigate through that space of darkness and back into a space of alignment because 
it's just another tunnel on the pathway of life. And there's going to be plenty of tunnels. So it's learning, okay, I'm about to come up to another tunnel. And that's, that's really <laughs> your breakthrough. That tunnel yeah. is the opportunity to get to the next big version of you on the other side. But you have to be mindful that you can't go around that tunnel. <laughs> yeah, you You're going to go through it. So you're going to go through it. All right. <laughs> you're going to go through it. And if you're going to go through it, you may as well take the opportunity and grow through it as well. And the more often you see these opportunities, because that's what they are, then you prepare yourself and you turn on your headlights. <laughs> I think that's that's something I need to do very more of because, like I was saying, like, uh, just a little bit of what's going on today. Well, this week, like, this week has been a lot. Like, I have, I have met so many people. I have been in so many meetings, investing meetings. That people asking for my analytics, and it's just like, uh-huh. oh my gosh, like it's hitting me. Like it's a good thing, you know. It's all. It's a great me. thing, right? It's a great. The pressure is going to make you into a diamond. <laughs> <laughs> so and it's like. And and uh, I looked I looked around today, like you know I looked at my kids and I sat in the car and I was freaking out because like I was like man I don't know what to do uh, maybe I'm overthinking this or like what should I do how I'm gonna explain this to people or like how I'm gonna get income towards this so you know I, this is the daily stuff I think about every day but today hit me like just hit me heavy and uh, I saw I I go to my meeting I come out the meeting like okay it feels good okay let me let me go in the car and think about it. And so I have like I have this support system, I have this support system, I have this support system, uh-huh. I have this. But why do I still feel like it, like in this box? Like I'm still boxed in, like I can't break out. And uh, so my dad calls out of nowhere. My dad calls, and then my dad hasn't been talking for like a while. Uh, no issue, it's just we just haven't been talking, right? Uh-huh. So my dad calls out of nowhere. Just call, boom. I was like, oh, dad, should I answer? I answered, and then uh, he was like, "Hey, man, what's going on?" I was like, "Nothing." Thinking, and he's like, "What are you thinking about?" I was like, "You know, this black tea and what it means. A lot of pressure." And he goes, "You put a lot of unwanted pressure on yourself." Uh, he goes, "You know, you you overthink too much, and you just need to take everything as positive and say, hey, thank you, thank you for this, thank you for allowing me to have this opportunity.'" Yeah, putting so much unwanted pressure on yourself. He said you you, you mm-hmm. put it on yourself, and there's no reason to put it on yourself. Mm-hmm. I was like, hmm, okay. So that's basically like, I understand what you're saying. I know we all have that, and it's like, how? Like, how do I look at everything positive? That's the main thing, you know. And uh, a lot of us can't do that, you know. You know, in situation, um, you know, they're on the street or something, they can't look at it. Okay. On the street, how can I think of a positive right now? The first thing they do is they is they start freaking out, have an anxiety attack, pain attack, and then it's just downfield from there. Do you so feel, feel like, like a too. big portion of that is because of lack of trust, like lack of self trust that that really the situation showing up for you, not not as something that's gonna be beating you down, making it tougher to live your life? In a way, yeah. Because I feel like a lot of us, we get to a space where we're about to massively grow. And then we realize it's uh, like everything around me is already aligning itself for that growth. And, and like for massive growth, we have to have 
you know, all things show up. And so that yeah. requires, you know, all of the quote good and bad. And so that all shows up so that we can clear things out and move through it. But a lot of times when it shows up, we start questioning ourselves. Am I, am I um, prepared to take on this opportunity to grow? And some of us, we get worried and we get anxious and we have all these emotions come up and like, I don't know if I can do this. Like, this is, this is bigger than me. And, and that's when it's you're yeah. like, good, good. It's it, like, good, yes. if it's bigger, if it's bigger than me, then it's, then it's starting to bring in the element of we, and that's really the type of element that's going to allow you to touch everybody else in your circle and their circle and their circle and make a global impact so that we're really making those shifts and not just for ourselves, but for everybody else. Okay. And, 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 Somebody, and it's like, as uh, we trust, as we trust mind. ourselves, like the universe, you know, starts to really work with us. And, and yeah, I saw that. I saw we got a message that came in. Let's see. Let's see what he said. Um, what you guys are talking about, I've never used this app before, but um, I happen to stumble into this. And the day that you're talking about is precisely the day that I had where I really had to set aside the, the negative self-talk and really say to myself that this is the overwhelm that you feel today is really the abundance of everything that you've been wanting and really step into that and not allow my my saboteur my inner saboteur to take over today so i'm happy that i stumbled into this little chat oh wow thank you wow <laughs> nice thank you bell i appreciate that thank you yeah uh, we're all in this together all in this the ship of um ascension <laughs> not allowing are you trying to pull her on board to talk Are you there with me? Hey, Nick, are you still online with me? Yeah, I think, uh, like I said, I liked how she said that when, when she starts having those self-doubts, she, she doesn't do, she doesn't allow her, her inner sabotage to, or her inner thoughts to sabotage herself. Yeah, and you know what? It's huh? funny because, like, I was having an experience the other day because, you know, I'm making a lot of in, in business moves and a lot of my, my financial um, resources are tied up in investments. And so, you know, I had taken maybe a couple of weeks where I hadn't really looked at my finances like I normally would. And so I was questioning whether, <laughs> whether where I was at with my, my finances and, and whatnot going on. And I found myself in the shower in an, an opportunity where I was like, man, you know, maybe, maybe I've overspent the last few weeks in my investments. And I like, I started to have some self doubts around um, where I was at financially. And then I just stopped myself because it's a choice. We can get to a point where we can continue to listen or we can make a choice and say, you know what, I'm going to interject here as the one that is going to lead this, this um, movement of energy and thought and I said, you know what, maybe it's actually better than I think. Maybe it's a lot better than I even could imagine. And I just opened up that space of possibility. And so I, I, um, I had had that experience. And then later on, 
I, and that was towards like the morning. I was just like really trying to process where I was at. And towards the evening, my goal was, you know, I was going to check my finances, see where I was at. So I, I got through a really, really big, long day of meetings and clients and this and that. And I checked my finances and I was, I was uh, above where my expectation, like, like where I thought I was going to be at. And um, that evening I was taking a, a shower and cleansing myself, uh, just ritually letting go of um, the, the rest of my day. I do different rituals to kind of clear and transition into different spaces because I think it's really important to transition from one activity to the next um, in a way that allows us to be present. And so I was in this space taking the shower and I was going over my day and thinking about how blessed I was. I was so blessed with so many different things. Blessed that my finances were better than they, that I imagined they were going to be at. And I started this, the only way I can explain it is that it was like a slow clap of blessings. And I said in my head and in my heart and in my mind, uh, you know, I am so blessed. And I just let that feeling start to permeate and to come through. And as I was sitting there in the shower, feeling all the water come down on me and um, I was starting to dissolve in essence, I went into a visual space and I started to see all of the abundance that I currently had in the moment as well as that was coming towards me. And I just felt that feeling of I am blessed. I feel so blessed. And I said it again, you know, I am so blessed. And I continued this process. And as I was visualizing, the visualization got deeper and deeper and then it became like a slow clap. I am so blessed. I am so blessed. I am so blessed. I am so blessed. And I just found myself really falling into this deep trance-like uh, mantra of I am so blessed. And next thing you know, I found that I couldn't quite tell the difference between the water and my tears because I was in so much gratitude that I was releasing so much gratitude from my entire being. I was crying and just in so much gratitude. I was seeing everything in my life in this now moment is exactly the way that I could ever have wanted it in this now moment. And though I have room to grow and we always do, it's about staying present with the, the blessings that we have and being grateful in the present for the things that we have in our space existent now. And so we can make those shifts and we can and allow ourselves to make that energetic alignment so that though we are having self-talk that can sometimes feel like we are self-sabotaging ourselves and um, creating limits and um, potentially putting ourselves a few steps back with thinking that maybe we aren't quite in the alignment that we've been working so diligently for when we step back and just say, I'm just so grateful no matter what, like I, I would have been prepared either way if, if my finances had been just a little bit different on the other side of the fence. <laughs> I would have found a way to make that okay. It would have been okay. But to find myself optimistic, optimism is one of the most powerful superpowers. <laughs> if you can step into it. Yeah, if you can stay optimist, like optimistic, then like now you're seeing differently. 
you're looking for opportunities rather than being pessimistic and saying, nah, this isn't going to happen because you're bringing up past experiences where it hasn't happened for you and you're limiting yeah. now the potential of the present moment. Okay. I like, I like how you said that. I like how you said that. But see, the thing is, though, sometimes, you know, when, it's, you know, when, we're, when we're new, we're learning the way, you know? Mm. And so trying to do that every day you know, it's, it's like setting up a system, you know, and I found like, I found that it's, it's becoming healthier in my family, you know, with my wife. Cause I used to go to sleep late, play my game, you know, drink, whatever, not caring in the world, but, you know, not with my kids, but, you know, it's, it's, I didn't care. But I, I feel like you changing and get your mindset, you have to change your habits. So, you know, you start working up early, you start, you know, meditating, which meditate to me is like the biggest medicine the biggest tool that we can learn because that's the gateway of starting this this process and starting that uh going out and thinking positive no matter what's thrown at you don't uh you know that's that's like the gateway you know people say it's the gateway drug but i think meditation is the gateway drug to, to actually, <laughs> you know for actually, to the higher to, to the the higher drug of consciousness <laughs> you know it starts with that and, and uh you know, I've, I've been reading the seven habits. Uh, my mama Barb, she uh, she's getting me into it every day. She goes, you got to learn the habits. You know, you change out your bad habits for a new habit every day. And you learn yeah. that habit for for 30 days and, until it become until it become that uh, routine and natural. And so working up at six o'clock, uh, you know, fixing coffee or whatever that's positive meditation in the morning. Some people, when they're doing their meditation, they smoke some marijuana to actually open up their, their, their conscious and then to go work. Sure. Out. And then, mm-hmm. and then they, you know, then you, then you add it to your diet, but you do that every single day. And then, uh, like my dad always tell me, say a prayer. My dad said he prays about 20,000 times a day. He probably paid like 10 times when he wakes up, he's already prayed in 10 times and it don't have to be a full on prayer. It can just be like, you know, God protect me through this day or God send me positive vibes or, or God just send me the, send me the vibes that I supposed to learn today. And you know, mm-hmm. that's what he does. And I just do it in a way that's like, okay, the universe, what you got for me today? What's right and 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 i you know like i said it's tough doing that but the more you keep programming your mind to be like that you know it's, it can change and when you do have these mental uh have these uh these mental breakthroughs or these, these mental faults just remember that like you said just remember that you know because you know me and you get slammed every day my mm-hmm. wife gets slammed every day you know shoot she suffers from anxiety like crazy and there's uh and it's, it's you know, it's difficult. It was, di- it was difficult to deal with. But the moment I started seeing for myself, I'm like, okay, she, this, this is her, her mechanism. And it would be bad. Like, she'll lock up. So I learned how to talk to her easily. Hey, mm-hmm. you know, or, uh, you know, breathe. Exhale, exhale. And so she has her, her own uh, mechanisms as well to get to the they breakthrough. And my wife ain't the first, the first person to be like, oh, just positive. She, she's the one that's going to be like, Oh, what's what's it's some drama today, and I'm like, uh, no, <laughs> don't <laughs> don't curse us now, <laughs> don't don't curse us now, you know. But we all have that, and so I think that's it's just, we just have to find a a map, you know, find a blueprint, you know, to to overcome that. Right, and everybody finds their own unique tools, and that's the 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 great thing is that. You know, everybody's uniquely different and 
what may assist one individual may be different for another individual. And so, but there are practices that I would say are universal tools to assist others. Like for me um, today, when I was through going through a lot of my fog and it was becoming a struggle, I became aware that I got to be really soft with myself today. And I didn't get to over um, exert my physical energy because I was doing a lot of physical movement um, the day prior. And so I put myself in a space where I, I do sensory deprivation work, as we've, we've mentioned before. I, I'm a sensory deprivation um, reboot facilitator. And so I have tools at my disposal that not everybody may use or are familiar with. And so I, I put on some, an eye mask and some eyewear and I just laid in bed with some nice music going on. And I did some really, really deep breathing. And it was very similar to almost like, (laughs) like I was saying the, um, like the slow clap of the blessings I was pronouncing. I, I did that with my breathing and I would breathe in as like almost a forced inhalation. And then I would ah, just let it all out. And I would just breathe as deeply into my, my, um, my, my base of my stomach, into my diaphragm, into my chest, and let it all expand as big as it can. And I would get to the top, and it would hurt in my heart because my heart is growing. <laughs> yeah. And I'm going through so much. And, and it's because, like, I'm, I mean, for myself, I'm growing in my heart space. And I have a very open heart space. And... But at the same time, I, I mean, I work with a lot of clients and a lot of the work we do is in the heart space. And I'm, I've been also, you know, dating someone who has been expanding my heart space as well. And so I'm moving through a lot of my own personal emotions and thoughts and feelings exactly. as well as those that are in my own space. And so as I was sitting in this space of breath and processing these emotions coming up, I allowed it to go into a space of really, really deep breathing to where I started to speed up the rhythm of my breath intentionally so that I could raise my energy. And I knew that I could do this. And so I went and I raised my energy so that then at a specific point after doing what um, is kind of like a birthing breathing, you're, you're building up an opportunity to have an experience in essence, an energetic experience. And I moved all my energy up, up my body to the top of my head and I stood or I sat up, I was um, seated, I was laying on my back prior and I sat up in bed and I held my breath and I, and I held my breath and all of my energy came up to the top of my head and I just sat in that space for quite some time and gently lowered myself down and then I breathed through my mouth as though I was breathing through a straw, just controlling my exhalation letting it go really gently and then settling into my body. And then I did some yoga nidra, which is a sleep-based yoga, but you stay conscious. You you stay okay. awake while putting your body to rest. So as I'm laying in my bed on my back, I I went through my body, starting at my crown, top of my head, moving from my third eye to my throat, to my heart, to my shoulder, all the way down my arm, to my hand, back up to my heart, to my left side of my arm, all the way back up, down to my solar plexus, which is like just above the the belly button, down to the the sacral, which is like the womb space. Then I went down the right leg, all the way back up, left leg, all the way back up to my root, which is 
you know, right the base is fine. Um, and then, you know, back of the legs, all the way to the feet, all the way up to the lower back, mid back, upper back, down the arms, up the arms to the head and to the crown. And so like, that's like one full cycle as quickly as I can explain it <laughs> of yoga okay, nidra. Yeah. And, and so I would take, and I put myself through that. And by the time I was through that, I was in such a deep, relaxed space far far different than where i entered that that experience i had released all of those thoughts the emotions the feelings that were mine as well as those that i had held uh, as i had done work with and so i released all of that and came into like a really deep space of peace and so that's something that i will do and then from there i took a little nap <laughs> in preparation <laughs> for this conversation and um did a little bit of blindfolded yoga, um, as well as I work with uh, a medicine called Hape. It's um, a very powerful tool that unlocks the energy within the body. And I was doing okay. some energy work with that. So I do different modalities myself to really energetically align myself because we're made of energy, right? We are energy. Yep. And when I'm we can, well. yeah, when, when we start to become aware that we are energy, we can impact our energy. We can change energy. It's not. Um, it's not static. We we are, we're not just physical beings. We are beings that um, are much more dynamic than that, for sure. Exactly. And so, with our thought, with our breath, and with like water, even water is so powerful. I, you know, I was drinking a lot of water, and I was speaking to myself in the way that affirmed me um, in my truth and putting my my body, my mind, and my spirit in full alignment. So we can do that when we're going through experiences. Sure, not all of us know these techniques, uh, and that's okay. Uh, that's why we yeah. have each other, to, and we have the information readily available these days pretty much everywhere. Um, <laughs> and so it's just tapping into that source of information and beginning the process of bringing self-awareness and self-development. So it's it's a great time to be alive um, and move through these um, once seen breakdowns and, and uh, stumbling blocks into breakthroughs and stepping stones onto the next portion of our journeys. Yes, sir. I like that. I like that. Uh, we, we got another voice message. Let's see. Who is uh, I'm free to talk. I can talk. This, this, this conversation feels very, uh, feels like synchronicity. Because I had a day okay. today that was a day that I would never have imagined six months ago, a year ago. So I know wow. that this is right where I was supposed to be. Yes, ma'am. Well, I'm glad that you are here where you're supposed to be. See, the energy and connections bring us the lo loosely least that's supposed to flow in the right direction. So I, I welcome Absolutely. you to us. Uh, I remember, like, you know, like I said today, I had like I had you know a little a little spill today uh, with my wife and uh, she's very in tune to things, uh, you know like this. She's been she's been the one breaking it down to me actually since 2012 before we met, but I've been deep in uh, digging deeper into it every single day and uh, I have friends all over like my friend Daniel, uh, life coach as well, and he's out in Costa Rica. Shout out to Daniel, he's out in Costa Rica doing his thing and he's teaching and he does yoga. And all kinds of stuff, like, but it's just the stuff that you're into as well. And I'm like, man, I, you know, I have friends all around me that, you know, they're, they've been in my life. And, you know, you guys came in my life for a reason. And it's, it's to show that lightness. And I appreciate that, you know, just coming from me. 
And so I talked to her about it today in the car. And uh, we were just in the store for like two hours, like two, two, three hours. And I was getting upset because I was like, oh, we, you know, we've been in here. We can't find what we want to find. Uh, like, you know, it's my daughter's birthday coming up and she wants a specific gift. And I feel like a failure because I couldn't find it on Amazon or Target or, or, or Walmart. And, and so it was very frustrating. And we was in the store for three hours. And she's walking through the store all calm, like, like it ain't no, no nothing <laughs> in the world. I'm like, how can she just be sitting in the store for three hours and not lose her mind? And we got to go home and cook dinner for the kids and this and that. And so I just started aspiring, you know. And as I get in the car, wow. and she's like, what's wrong? I said, nothing. Like, I didn't say anything. I was like, I didn't want to talk. I just like put my music on, and then I drove home. And I was like, what I'm going to do is so I sat in the car for a little bit. I said, what I'm going to do, uh, you know, I feel like, you know, I'm a dad. You know, my little girl wants this big old LOL doll, and I couldn't find it. I mean, I know they have it, but I just couldn't find it. Maybe it was sold out. And I'm like, you know, birthday's coming up in a couple weeks. I'm like, I can't find it. And it's all, and she's going to be mad and crying because she's my little girl. She's my little baby, you know. She got You got to mm-hmm. give her what, what she asked for. And so I was like, man. And I'm like, you know what? Stop. Stop. And I'm like, all right, I'm going to go inside. So I didn't think about it. I didn't think about it at all. Like, I'm going to go inside, cook dinner, stuff like that. And so uh, one of my friends called, and he was like, hey, man, uh, it's Athena's birthday coming up, right? I'm like, yeah. And he goes, what she want? And I was like, man, she wants this dog. <laughs> and he was like, all right, I got you. So he comes ah. in about right. So he goes, I got you. So I'm just getting ready, for, you know, I'll text you, getting ready for the show and stuff like that, right? I ain't going to buy the kids. I fix the kids' dinner. You know, I'm playing I'm playing Call of Duty, taking some mail, uh, taking some mail, getting some W's, whatever. And I knock at my door, and he's like, hey, man, uh, how you doing? I was like, I'm doing good, getting ready for the show, yada, yada, you know, small talk. And he goes, hey, I got something for your daughter. And he gives me the dog that I've been looking for. <laughs> of course he did. <laughs> oh, <I was> like, <laughs> <laughs> Like, I was both down crying. Look, I, I don't really cry for the people. You know, the person that saw me cry was my, you know, my parents and my wife, right? And, my, you know, maybe my kids, whatever. But I was about to choke up and cry because I was looking for this. We were looking for this dog for, I guarantee you, like two months, man. Two months. Every week, you only look in the store. And he has it. And I was like, uh, do you want to, uh, you want some money? Like, I didn't know. That's all I said. Do you want some money? <laughs> And he's like, nah. He's like, nah. And Nick, he goes, man. Uh, he goes, you know, for the Thanksgiving and Christmas, man. I felt like a, a bad father and husband because I didn't have the, enough money for uh to get food for Thanksgiving and Christmas. And he goes, mm-hmm. and you, you know, your company Black Tea walked around the neighborhood and you guys gave food boxes to everybody. And he goes, and you're the one of the people that you know they gave gave me a, a Thanksgiving and Christmas. He goes, I'm just returning the favor. And I'm, I'm like, I'm, I'm like, oh my gosh, like you know, boom. So I was like oh. shocked, and my wife was like, my wife was excited, and I was excited, and I was like, thank you, man, I appreciate it. And he's like, nah, keep doing what you're doing, young man. And he goes, I appreciate you, and you're doing a lot for the community, man. And I was like, man, this is this is cool, right? <laughs> so, wow, it's it's that's such a beautiful story. Thank you for sharing that. It's it's amazing when when we do align our heart's desires and we do have these intentions that we want to fulfill, um, you know, at the end it's requires us to really let go. And though we want to like have a manifestation of, you know, a gift or let's say we're trying to manifest even a business development or, or draw an abundance or a relationship or whatnot. 
it requires us eventually once we've decided what we are intending upon to really let it go so that the universe can get to work. Cause if we're always holding on to that, that, you know, universal work ticket, how's the universe going to do the job? Exactly. <laughs> and so it's, it's like, once we let it go, then now it just shows on up. Right. And you didn't even have yeah. to worry about it. <sighs> I'm like, I kid you not like no, like no joke, man. Like I, I was like, you guys, my wife, I was acting like a little baby. Cause I was so excited. And like, I didn't realize how much, we as black teas, like you know, as black tea, how small we are, but we impacted the community. And there was she, he was excited, you know, and we, you know, we brung good energy to him when he was at his time of need. And then, like, for him just to come back and repay that and and, mm. and not even thinking, and it just hit me about nowhere like, just hit me about nowhere. We haven't talked or anything, it was just on Facebook, like, you know, Facebook Messenger. And I was just like, what? Okay, hey, thanks, man. So now we, you know, we got the gift, we're gonna wrap it up and we're gonna wrap it up. And so when her birthday comes, she can she can have what she wants. And How's it so, feel to be in such perfect alignment that everything's coming to you, my friend? Uh, it's different. It's, different. Uh, it's, different. it's unique. It's different, big yeah, time, huh? It, it's it's very unique, and it is it is different. And uh, you know, I'm into my horoscope. I'm in Aries, and uh, it was and the lady was talking a couple nights ago, saying that uh. We, I have to wait for my, abund- uh, my uh, abundance and whatever I've been praying for, asking for, working hard for is coming. And I just need to take it, uh, take it head on and take it with full on grateful and be humble and, and, and spread that light. So even though it's coming to me, I still have to spread, be able to still show mm-hmm. that light into the community and to people. And uh, that's something I'm learning, man. Like, you know, it's, it's not all about me. I used to have this selfish attitude. Like, it's me, me, me. And if somebody did me something wrong, I want my apology. But if I did something wrong, I wasn't giving you an apology. You know, I, I'm I'm mm. twenty about to be twenty seven years old, and I've learned so much about myself. I learned so much about my wife. It's like I'm dating my wife again. You know, I've been married. I've been married almost six years, but dating for almost ten, ten, almost ten, eleven, whatever. But uh-huh. I'm learning her again. And it's not like I'm. She's a new person. Is that everybody has these changes that they go through? It's not really change, but it's a growth period. And so me just learning and dating her again, learning her her her, her energy, and it's a, it's still always been entwined, and and you know it's it's just a learning and 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 being involved. It's so much. It's such a blessing, and to see my kids involved and the energy they're around, and it's just so involved. And I still have issues that I have to fix in our life, but I know that when that time comes, that time's gonna come. I can't force it. As long as I tell myself I can't force it, I I should be I should be alright. Just like you, you know, just like you saying, you will be mm-hmm. always, you, you know, you'll be all right because you know, you, you want it, you know, it's coming and you're, you're going to take it as, okay, it's coming. So, I well, and it was, it's like, as you were going around looking so hard, right. For this gift, yeah. didn't it feel like you're swimming upstream almost against the flow? Exactly. <laughs> and as soon as like, you surrendered and you're like, you're right, the current, you trying to swim against the current. They said, don't swim against the current. Uh huh. You find that flow, right? You find that flow, and you let go and surrender, and say, "All right, I know this is gonna take me where I'm heading, and I'm okay with that. Like I'm ready to go exactly where we're going." And it's like when we're swimming away from it, it's like we're making it so much harder for ourselves. And we like we 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 say, you know, in in the name of like growth, even we swim <laughs> against the current. Like, oh, this is gonna grow me. I'm gonna just, you know, I'm gonna beat myself up here instead of just like really saying, you know what, what's going to get me further along 
is it's really fighting against this flow or is it saying, okay, how can I best be a part of this flow so that exactly. I can actually be a part of it rather than be a part feeling of like, it I, I, don't, like I don't want to be a part of the flow. Let me fight against this. That doesn't help you. And yeah, the more you fight it, the more you're going to drown. And that's something that it took me a long time to learn from my dad. He always, he says things, you know, our parents says things different from us. And I'm not saying my dad's super lying. He, you know, he, I, I call him a uh, God fearing man, you know, that's it's always God. And uh, it's always like, the more you, the more you keep trying to run on your own, you're going to dig yourself a whole, a dig, uh, deeper grave or a deeper hole. Mm-hmm. And I was like, ah, but someone we said, it's like, hey, stop resisting against the current man or you're going to drown. Uh huh. Yeah. You gotta find that energy. You gotta find that that smooth little sudden rise up, and then let it flow. And, then, and whatever well, happens, you embrace for it. Or break. And it's amazing when you start to like align that flow. Like you, it's it's like pushing over a domino. When you yeah, when you yeah. find find that flow, you push that domino over, and everything starts to really energetically align. Like I've had experiences that really taught me so very much about being able to project my my desires into the universe and seeing them come to me effortlessly and they taught me it, it taught me so much about really like everything's already coming to me like everything that i ever could desire is is already on its way so i don't need to do anything um but i mean obviously i do need to keep myself aligned that that is doing something you know aligning yourself is is um you know it's the doing but not doing portion of it um yes. so i was on i was on a two month vow of silence and Ooh, okay. i was up in the mountains in a tent with a girl who i was dating at the time who became my wife at one point um along my journey and i'm on this vow of silence and um I won't go into all the story because it's deep, but um, yeah. we, we'd gotten to a point where we'd been up there for a couple of days. Our food was kind of running out and we were, we were up there and we were playing a bunch of manifestation games as well as some psychic games and um, just exploring nature and each other. And um, I like, we'd been talking about manifestation for about a month together and, and like watching things kind of go into flow. Like we're talking about m- manifesting. And um, I looked at her and we, I was just writing on a piece of paper. I'm like, you, you want to manifest some food? And she's like, yeah. So <laughs> I wrote down in this book that our friend Jaden was going to come up and bring us Olive Garden. <laughs> <laughs> and that night he went up into the mountains and he brought us Olive Garden. And <laughs> what? <laughs> yeah, like he had no, like obviously we, we didn't have phones to reach him or anything. And he brought us Olive Garden. And all, and like I'm sitting there without a voice, just laughing like a little child, like, I cannot believe this is happening right now, but I do because it's happening. And he came through and came into the tent and I just showed him the piece of paper and I said, look, I knew you were coming with Olive Garden. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, and, and And we can do that when we allow ourselves to intentionalize our energy and our will and what we're really, you know, really trying to create. We can work with our energy as creators to start aligning things so that the universe can really be our best friend, can be our hero, um, really show up for us at all occasions, even if it looks like a storm, 
like we are the storm yet we we're the eye of the storm too and and inside of that space is super calm super peaceful and there's you know deep space of a sense of awareness and clarity yet all around us is still the storm and we're all of it and it just allows us to like see things just a little bit more clearly when we align ourselves to not get so caught up in the outer elements of the storm that is us as well like that's and that's basically saying or you know what i'm saying basically what it is saying is don't allow ourselves to be our own worst enemy yeah don't get too caught up on the outer uh the superficial layers of ourselves the storm in essence and when we come back into center and we peel back those layers and come inside then we do find that calm that peace yes sir uh, to our followers, you know, uh, you can definitely chime in. Allow us to know your experience. Uh, chime in, have a conversation with us. Max in here is a life coach, so he can answer any questions that you guys have and uh, just shoot us anytime. Uh, chime in anytime you want to. So, yeah, uh, Zach. Oh, man. I see Zach. <laughs> oh, man. I'm so tired did today. I, did I get a name change today? You got a name change. Zach, Zach, Zen Jones. We all, shoot, my name is King. Okay? I, all right. Uh, we did find out. Good news that we did find out that we are having a boy. So my, oh, my you are. Coming up. Uh, yeah. So Congratulations. Uh, thank you. Thank you. Name is going to be Atlas Kingston Pool. I'm a little king in there. You know, a little king. So oh, the universe did that. allow us to have, uh, and that name. And that's and it's crazy about our kids too. Um, not to talk too much about my kids, but how their names came up. And, you know, uh, you know, when I was 18, I knew I was gonna marry my I knew I was gonna marry my girlfriend, uh, my wife now, but I knew I was gonna marry. I was 18. She was my very, very first relationship. My very first. Like I didn't have no other experience, none of that. She's my very first one. But something about her, I, I kinda like I always pray the woman I have, I pray for. You know, and I wanted her. I wanted somebody to be just like me, or to be like think like me, or we think the same. Had the, the goals and like just align with that. And I met her when I was eighteen. I thought I'd meet her when I was like sixty, you know, or something like that, or forty. After having three wives or something like that, I don't know. Whoop! Glad that. Glad I didn't do that. But I had met her when I was eighteen. I met her at school. And uh, it took, like, we didn't date off the bat. Like, you know, some people might meet a month and date off the bat. We met. We, we were friends for, like, best friends for, like, six months, man. Like, six, seven months. And then I took access to the dance. And then I asked to be my girlfriend. And everything happened after that. You know, like, we were just boyfriend and girlfriend. But I proposed mm-hmm. to her, like, six months later. But I didn't get married to her until two years later. So I waited. I wanted to make sure. But I was like, hey, if we have kids, what would the name be? And she goes, well, it's going to have to be something that's, you know, in the in the flow. Like, they have to be wisdom, uh, power, warrior, you know, stuff like that. Like, very strong, individual person. And I was mm-hmm. like, okay, cool. So I thought I was my names. I was like, you know, you know, thinking names, legacy, legacy reign, all kind of stuff like that, whatever. And I went to sleep one day, and then one day, the name came up to my head. It was like, Oslin. Usually it's with an O, but I spelled it with an A. I was like, hey, babe, Oslin. Oslin, Renee Poulard is supposed to be, you know, supposed to be her name. But then it changed to Ariel, you know. But my name was Oslin. And then I knew it was going to have a girl. I, I knew, actually, I knew I was going to have two girls. I didn't know I was going to have three kids, but I knew 
in my dream, that's going to have two girls. And I knew they both the names would be A, and they could be Power, Wisdom, Warrior. And that's what my daughter's names mean. Uh, Oswald and Athena. You know, Athena's the god of wow. wisdom. You know? uh-huh. so, but I knew that. But I was 18. I was 18. But I knew that. And when my, and the way, you, if you see my kids now, they're just like that. They're just strong, independent <laughs> little girls. And they have their own mind. They're so intelligent. Like, I've seen kids be intelligent. But these kids are intelligent. Like, what they can do things with their hands. Uh, my, the way my daughter can dissect a book. And she's only five out of these six. And my four-year-old. And this is like, I'm like, whoa. And it's a song, sometimes like, I'm very blessed because I knew I was going to have girls. And I knew the energy that was going to come. But mm-hmm. I'm, glad, I'm glad the energy, uh, the universe and God has paved the way. It's going to pave the way for them. And I hope they can grow up and change the world in their own way and, and, and be very powerful women uh, in the rightful setting. And hopefully they can change the world, too, and, you know, and continue the empire that we're trying to build. So I appreciate my kids so much and my wife for giving them. She's my queen. So, but that's just a little background from there and that's powerful it's it's what's powerful, amazing man. so i i've done a little bit of um studying in taoism and they talk a little bit about how when you cultivate your energy and your your sexual energy is your most potent vital energy that you have like it's it's, it's most it's it's where we came out of you know we yeah. came out of sex and so when you become tune with that and you're intentionalizing your creations you can in essence tap into that space of cultivation for the idea of what you want to create when it comes down to creating a child and you can do that as you sit in that mental incubation space within you can tap into that and know that in, that information and that's so power that powerful that you you have that gift that you've, you've been able to tap into that space and see exactly. what's coming through and prepare yourself to hold that space for them. I, I like that. And I think, and I, you know, I believe in this. I believe, and I, you know, I talk about it all the time too. We have some of the most craziest conversations, but it's not, it's not crazy if you understand or, you know, you know you're, if you understand the light or understand the enlightenment or anything like that. So we have like conversations that start at late at night or like, you know, around 10 and then we probably will end at one o'clock, you know, but it'd be about mm-hmm. insightful stuff. And I told her, I said, babe, I think as as humans, you know, that we come from energy. Yes. Uh, you know, we emerge from dirt and when we die, we, you know, our, when our body dies, it's going to turn to, to dust and sand and all that right there. We left with bones. Of course, we know that I said, but our body's made from energy and I feel like in a way, that we all was born with unique, unique powers, you know? And I'm not just talking about you sense sick, your, your fifth sense or sixth sense or seventh sense, whatever. I think unique powers. And sometimes, you know how you go to sleep and you can kind of have like this whole, uh, like it's, it's a dream, but it's not a dream. Like you can kind of see what your like projection. That's what I do. It's like a projection mm-hmm. of my life. And I mm-hmm. have it every night. That's why I can't sleep. I have sleep and soaring you like really bad. Like, mm. it's really bad. But I, I can feel my conscience roaming around and I can see things and whatever. And then the next day I'll be like, oh, wait, this happened today, yesterday, whatever like that. And she goes, yeah, I understand what you're talking about. She goes, I can feel what this person is feeling or thinking before they even do it. I'm like, well, you have, like, you can read people's mind. She goes, no. She goes, I'm empathetic. I can feel th- this. I can feel this thing or, or I, can, I can know my animal is 
sad or coming or whatever. Like, and she does that. She goes, Kit Kat's coming. And then, as you know, Kit Kat comes up in my bed. I'm like, what? <laughs> you know, so mm. what do you think about that? Mm-hmm. Like, have you experienced that? Do you like, do you get, do you get what I'm saying? Oh it's- yeah, absolutely. I, I'm empathic as well. So, I mean, I definitely, and, and I mean, I, I, I hate labeling myself, but like, <laughs> you know what I mean? But I hate boxing myself in, but people do say, you know, you're psychic, you know, you, you have these abilities, these gifts. And, um, I do tap into spaces where I'll start channeling information that is coming through from, um, an individual and their soul and it's coming through and I'm picking up on that and then conveying what I'm experiencing of that individual, whether I'm, you know, tapping into their mind and I'm able to read what their mind is experiencing and might even tell them that what they're experiencing or what they're feeling in their body. I feel like a lot of times when I'm working with clients, I'm in those spaces a lot and I I'm a physical empath and, and ways in which that I feel the pains and emotions and experiences of others Mm -hmm. within their body. And so as I do my work, I clear myself. That's my number one goal in going into a session is I prepare myself to be completely clear so that I can be aware of the experiences that are coming up that are not my own. That way I can hold space for them. And so that they can see themselves more clearly. Because if I'm coming into a container coaching somebody and I've got my own things that I'm bringing, then it's really hard for them to see themselves. And when they're okay. looking at me and though I, as though I'm a mirror and they're looking at themselves really, right? Because I'm, yeah. I'm a, just an aspect of them that they're seeing. And so when they sit with me and they're seeing themselves through a clear projection as though I'm a, a mirror of them, then they're able to really allow things to come up and we can move through them. And then they get clear too, because they start to reflect me, which I came clear. And so I I allow them to be in a safe container where they can move that emotion safely and, um, and be able to find that space of clarity and understanding and process those thoughts and emotions. So I I do get into spaces where like, let's say um, I had a client who was working through some sacral issues in her room space. And um, we were on a sensory deprivation reboot. So I was with her for multiple days. And when I'm with someone like that, I feel their, their experience very deeply. And we're moving through it for multiple days. And so I have to clear myself every day, preparing to take on the next level and the next level of their, their so growth. Is like, so is that like saying like you're clearing out your, your energies to, to take on her energy? So you, in essence, that- I'm, I'm, I'm clearing my energy so that when her energy shows up, that yeah. my energy is not projected into that space so that gotcha. she's more, more so experiencing everything that's coming up for her and her own energy. And I'm helping okay. her facilitate, like move through that, but I'm not putting any of my energy into that. That way she can move through it as though it's her own energy. Um, so when, like in her situation, she was moving through a lot of, of healing in her womb space. And that caused me to, um, you know, feel like my, my lower back went out and our, you know, our, um, our lower back is connected to the front side of us, which is yeah. connect, connected more so to like the sacral and the abdomen. And so like, I was starting to feel that kind of come out of alignment for me energetically and at one point, like she was, she had been experiencing a lot of, um, of healing on her right side, on her arm. And, and so our body, 
like uh, it's um, you know masculine and feminine as as far as like the right arm is more of the masculine and the the and the yang element and the left side of our body and the left arm is more of the receiving side the more passive side the more yin side and so I was feeling that she was you know experiencing a lot of trauma from giving so much and um, needing to to balance that out in some aspects. And so I was feeling that now in my shoulder and my body. And so we would move through it and then I would have to clear my body. So I would do okay. some yoga, I would do some meditation, I would do some grounding and move all that energy out of my system because I don't want to hold on to that, that's not mine. And um, then we continue doing the work. And so I, I pick up information in that way with individuals that I'm working with. And okay. when I'm working within my body, based on the information that I'm feeling within their body, stories will come up, traumas will come up, and I'll feel them. And I'll ask questions. You know, have you been experiencing this? Or have you experienced this before? And yeah. they'll confirm that. And then I'll, we'll move into different spaces where they can start to, to make some adjustments to their storyline so that they can be in more of an alignment with that experience so that they can be more present. Okay, I feel that. We got a couple of uh, follow, uh, followers that are chiming in, so let's check on that. Gemini here, funny story. I ate mushrooms <laughs> once and I <laughs> entered the galactic womb <laughs> and then <laughs> I saw it in myself. It was, uh, it was uh, not what I was expecting because I was looking for my life purpose. Wow. Nick, I totally agree with you. I've been thinking about that a lot lately because I am a little bit clairvoyant or I don't know really exactly, just learning it. But I thought kind of everybody could see some of these things, but I'm learning that I think that the moon signs have a lot to do with what gifts that we have. Exactly. I don't know, if you know what your moon sign is in astrology. I heard you say that you're mm. an Aries. I'm yes, a Pisces. Yes, I think my moon, moon sign is Pisces. The 12th house, the deepest of the waters. Yes. Oh, fascinating. Um, fascinating. Yes. Okay, and we have one more, and we'll talk. We'll we'll talk about the subject. What Max is talking about clearing, I like to call it making myself a hollow bone, so I can channel mm. the message. Mm. Mm. Thank you. Love that. Love that. What you got to say on that, Max? Man, that's powerful. Powerful stuff. And and if she's you know thinking about the gifts and you know. Um, it, attached to our moon sign. That's fascinating. I, I'm um, a Virgo moon. So I would love her insight on that, what her thoughts are on that. <laughs> um, I'm sure she's got a lot of wisdom to speak on into those spaces. Um, but yeah, I really love how she said, you know, she calls it a hollow bone, being able to open up that space for channeling. And it is like that. That's exactly what it does feel like. It's opening up that pathway so that it just is naturally coming through without any thought. It's just presence. Okay. I like that. Uh, followers keep on chiming in and send your, your messages through. Uh, ask questions to Max while we have him on the show tonight. And also chime in for your, your experiences as well. The Virgo moon is the healer. And the Virgo moon has a tendency of being overcritical on itself. So please, Ooh. please give yourself that space. I'm so glad to hear that you've been giving yourself mm. that space. Yes, thank you. Wow. Virgo. Wow. Okay. Uh, yeah, and it makes sense because I'm aware of that. <laughs> I do I do um, come out of a space of where I used to be really quite a perfectionist. And now 
I'm more of a progressionalist. I move into space of progression and I just see it as baby steps along the journey. Um, and if, and if I find myself in a day where I can't walk, then I'll crawl. I'll just take it nice and gentle. And, <laughs> you just keep, and hey, I, Max, what you doing? I'm crawling. I'm crawling today. I'm yeah. Crawling <laughs> <laughs> well, and it's funny. Cause like, yeah, I mean, I definitely feel that as, you know, someone who's holding space for healing and, and, and in that space, I do also have to be aware of my own experience because you know um you know practice what you preach if you're going to share tools and modalities um you know you it's best that you're also you know participant aware of the impact of those experiences so that you can best facilitate them as well and so i do find myself exploring sensory deprivation reboots alongside with not not with my clients but i do take my own personal time to etch out some isolated time where I get to go in and do that, that um, shedding and letting go and release and um, peeling back those onion layers, so to say, so that I can also benefit in the ways that I hold space for others too. Yes. And then, so I remember, I, I remember with me trying to, you know, hold space. Um, I remember my in-law, uh, my wife's mom, She's very in tune and, and she's always telling me like uh you always you have so many uh different energies connected to you then you, you gotta unplug them off and plug them on and plug these on and she I, I was like so what I'm a robot like I'm like this I don't even play this game uh, like with Sonic <laughs> but you got like these little these little pots and they just stick on to the to the to the robot man and I say so that's me and she goes yeah that's you you know in your spirit you know. You don't see it, but you have so many people, everybody's energy, like it, no matter if it's negative or positive or what, you just have so many different cables hooked up to you, and, you know, mm. uh, and you need to figure out how to, uh, which ones you want to channel, like which one do you want to just pull down your, pull down your, uh, your intense wall and allow other people to, to explore themselves through you, like see, see them through your eyes. And I was like, what? Like, what? Mm. what? So I, I, to this day, I still don't understand what she meant by that. I'm just like, sh should I not be, should I give up myself to allow people to what? Then no, that's still going to hurt me or whatever. Like, what? So it, it lightened me on that a little bit. Like, explain that. Maybe that can, uh, maybe, so, so uh, maybe I'm the only one. Let me get it right. Just make sure I'm picking up, hearing what you're saying. So she's saying that, you know, there are those that have cords in us. Is that what you're saying? Yeah. Like, they they have their cords hooked into us and and... They're basically controlling or mm -hmm. yes or yeah, and I think that's what she's getting at. And I'm so yeah. That. A lot of times we we allow others to tap into our energy and to start to siphon energy, and those would be called energy vampires. So um, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Mm -hmm. so we do have those that start to latch on to us because our energy feels good to them and, and it empowers them, takes, it, it builds them up in a way that they enjoy. And they, and some of them may be aware that they're energy vampires and others may not be aware of it. And those that are uh, generally doing it, it's out of a space where they aren't aware of cultivating their own energy. And so it's, it's a form of them feeling like they're drowning and they are 
trying to use us as a lifeline, which, you know, over time, if you, if I went out there to try to help a, a drowning individual, what's going to happen? They're going to pull me under, right? Well, yeah. It's not going to benefit me. So, um, you know, at, you know, at some point we have to become aware of our interactions with these individuals and we have to create boundaries and boundaries are very important because exactly. without it, then, then we allow someone to just, it's like having a door on, on your house. Like if we don't have that door, everything's free to come house. on in, right? You're going to start having everything come on in and then you can't control who chooses to come on in and, you know, take and pee on, pee on the rug. And, <laughs> and, you know, you didn't have a door. You didn't even yeah. tell them that that wasn't okay for, okay for them to do that. And so, they're going to take advantage of that because there's no rules. Um, but once you've established that there are boundaries, that you do have rules, then you can allow individuals to become much more aware that, that you are not going to just allow people to disrespect your energy because you value it. Um, and as you, you know, as we're energy and we're, you know, we should be aware of our energy. People out there, everybody <laughs> outside, you hear that, you hear that. You have to respect mm. Your boundaries respect your energy. Well, if not, because, like, think about it. So, like, we were talking about chakras earlier, different energy centers in the body. And we can open them up and we can can open up different dimensional realities through these experiences of opening them up. And when we have individuals that we're connecting with, we are generally opening up these pathways. And people can create cords that will tap into these spaces so like let's say you've got someone who is really um, connected to your heart space and they have a, you know a really big impact on you they, they say something and it hits you hard um, because they're so connected to you in that way you've opened them up to allow every word to penetrate your heart um, but when we have healthy boundaries then we we can still allow others to voice their thoughts their emotions their feelings but we're not attached to what they have to say as though it's ours, it's theirs. We're giving them space to have freedom. And so we allow them that, that freedom to express themselves without being detached in, or attached in the experience. Um, but, you know, there are times when we do find ourselves planting cords in others because we find that we are gaining, uh, you know, a buildup of energy and, and experience as we do so. And so and that can become, you know, unhealthy that's codependency with energy and we deserve to all be interdependent and being able to share and um, you know, connect with each other and being independent as well. But as um, soon as we start allowing others to fulfill us and fill up our cups, we start to lose ourselves. We start to um, question you know, who we are without these individuals and then they gain power over us because we don't know who we are without them. And so they use that as a form of manipulation to control us. And so at that point, then we, we find ourselves in toxic relationships and we, you know, some of us have to either end them in a positive way that allows us to maintain um, healthy boundaries, or if the boundaries can't be established, then we have to unfortunately cut cords and let people go. Okay. I like that. I like, and I think, and I, I think that's a, a major tool in life. Like I said, because we're learning, I'm learning boundaries, and I, I have, you know, she is right. I have been that person to like, basically, just been steamrolled by everyone, you know, and and it's to the point now. I was like, well, 
no, like, you know, that's not, that's not going to happen anymore. Like I need to, I'm going to cut you out. I love you, but I'm going to limit my access to you. I'm going to right. limit my, my, my reaction to the situation that I feel the respect to. So I'm going to limit that. You know, I love you. I'm, you're not going anywhere. You're just, I'm just not going to allow you to, to take up my space and my energy anymore. And, and, uh, and now you made that perfect sense. And, and, it, and it goes for the business setting. It goes for friends and family and it goes, it goes for everything. You know? Yeah. Everything. Like I, I think, like, I think drugs, about like, everything. Oh, say that again. Go ahead. I say drugs, everything. You know, everything, every, literally everything. Think about it. Everything. Absolutely. I mean, well, and everything is a relationship. And so if we're unaware of how we're communicating with things, then we're, we're not really being present. So it's, it's becoming aware of how we're allowing things to interact with us and to create a, you know, a space where we truly are in full alignment with all of our interactions so that we're not leaking energy and or taking energy unnecessarily. Um, you know, we get to respect each other's boundaries too, not just our own, but we get to also look, look and see where there are boundaries where we can be more respectful in our relationships and everything. And like, I think about, you know, the boundaries that I create for myself and that I've been creating for myself as I've been, you know, expanding in my business and my, my life in that aspect. And I've found that I'm less interested in small talk and more interested in, in big talk. <laughs> it's like, if you, if you want my attention, talk big to me. If you, if you really want to get, um, you know, pushed out aside and not have me interested in talking with you, start talking small and I will avoid talking to you at all costs. Um, and, and it's like, you know, I'm, I'm falling into more of a space where it, as I'm moving into that space of wanting to have genuine connection, real conversation, I'm less apt to entertain those small, small talk conversations that could distract me from my big goals throughout my day. And if they want to talk to me, if anybody wants to talk to me, then schedule time with me because then I know you respect my time. If you don't respect my time, I'll see it by you trying to take it through small talk. Yes. Yes. Okay. We have a couple of followers that are chiming in. See they say. I think you have really figured out how um, it works because you wouldn't be able to container that space for other people. But I do think that it is uh, very valuable if you explore your moon signs some more because you can discover like what your maybe hidden needs are. Because like you said, we all there's just more on layers and layers. Uh, okay. Yes, Nick, and as a Pisces moon, I'm a Pisces moon as well. We are basically walking channels and like, <laughs> so psychic. Um, so you, I hope you're doing a lot of clearing and stuff like that. So I'm really glad that you're aware of all those energies. Like we really have to have an energetic barrier because we can totally become someone else and think it's ourselves. I agree, 100%. I feel yes. like, ooh, ooh, I'm like, wait, wait, this ain't me. Like at the end of the day, I'd be like, wait, this is not me. I just allowed somebody's energy to just really fuck up my day because uh -huh. that's not me. Yeah. So I told you. Yeah. Having those thoughts coming in and How being aware. How would you integrate someone's faith in everything you just said? For instance, I am a Christian, not the colonial version of a Christian, but the plain and simple definition of the word. And so my faith is extremely important to me, but I also think that therapy is important. 
how would you integrate the two things if one of your clients was a believer in Christ? Ooh, that's a good one, Matt. Hmm, that's a great question. I, I mean, for me, oh, that's I'm not here. Oh, that, that was Diamond. Was, oh, Diamond's chiming in, or is, was that Diamond? Yeah, that was Diamond. Diamond was uh, Oh, Diamond. Diamond. Okay, okay. Um, to answer that question, I think for me, I, I allow everybody to have their own beliefs. So I'm not here to tell anybody what to believe. That's for sure. Um, it's more so, and, and I believe in Christ consciousness and, and Christ energy as well. So I can relate with that. And, you know, I came from a religious background as well. And so I find truth in all corners of, of existence and reality. So for me, it's not so much um, saying this is the only way it needs to look like this as far as a belief system with the work that I do. It's more so finding an opportunity to tap into a greater source that does exist within all of us. Um, you can call that God. You can call that connection to Christ consciousness. You can call it whatever you'd like, source, spirit, energy, you know, the universe. Um, for me, I don't really like put a, any one specific title on what that is. It's more so just acknowledging that there is something that you are a part of that is greater than you. And then from that space, that empowers you to start making some shifts in your consciousness because, you know, Christ consciousness is really consciousness of, of unconditional love. Um, you know, he, that's, that's what Christ was, you know, really preaching was love yourself, love your neighbors and do good to all, you know, within your space, you know, all of those good positive vibrations. So th that's the same thing I'm moving others into is the same type of feeling uh, moving into a space where you're cultivating your awareness that you are energy and you are love. And, um, you know, we have these bodies that have been given us to have these, these human experiences, but we are spiritual beings having human, human experiences. I'm not my body. I, that's my belief and you, others can believe differently, but I know that I'm not my body. And that's, that's my own personal belief. I know it. I, I know that I uh, have a smart. body and that's I'm grateful smart. for that. Um, I have a mind. It, I, it, I'm not my mind. Um, I have thoughts. I'm not all of my thoughts. Like I, I, they're not all mine. Like I know that. I know that I'm collecting thoughts as I go about my daily experience um, and so it's just coming into center and, and remembering, you know, that they're not all mine. All my emotions aren't mine. They're visitors. They're coming to teach me lessons and just holding a, a space of unconditional love for those experiences to come up and be processed so that, you know, we can move through our traumas. We can move through our past and get past our past because once we do that, then we find ourselves in the present moment where everything is happening, you know, the, the past as well as the future. It's all happening in this moment. And when we surrender, like we've talked about earlier in this, this um, podcast, you know, things come to you just like that present for your daughter, as well as, you know, when I was up in the mountains and that dinner came and arrived, like things come to us when we surrender into that space of belief that there's something that is working with us that is assisting us call it god call it uh, whatever you want so that's kind of my thoughts on that i i look to hold a space that allows the client to be comfortable and i'm not trying to force them into a space where they are being reprogrammed to anything that is outside of what they are choosing to to program themselves with
So take the tools that benefit you, the other ones that don't, they're only suggestions. It's a choose your own adventure game. So <laughs> <laughs> we got another question. Let's see. Or chime in. Nick, as a Pisces moon, we almost think like Jesus, like we would sacrifice ourselves for the world. So our lesson in life is to turn that compassion inward. And sometimes that means saying no. And oftentimes it does mean saying no, but not just turning people away, turning people away and not feeling guilty about it, turning people away and being grateful that you chose yourself over a situation that you knew was going to be draining. That's a good one because mm. I don't always think like that. <laughs> I really don't. <laughs> like, I, I really don't. I always, like, I'm constantly thinking, like, I don't, I don't, I ain't rich. I'm not, you know, I'm not none of that. I'm cl- not even close to that. But I'm always thinking, how can I help the next person? And if somebody mm. asks me for help, they'll be like, oh, I need help. And I know for a fact it's a bad idea. I can feel it from, from my head to toe. <laughs> I'm like, like, how can I help? Even though I want to say no. Even, I'm telling you, even though I, like my every inch of my body is telling you no, I'm like, how can I help? How can mm. you see me helping? So that's how, I, and, and now, like I said, I'm not, I'm, I'm learning, you know, it's, it's, I'm, lear- I'm learning, I'm growing. And I'm t- I'm starting to say no to certain people, like you know, so, especially with Black Tea, you know, with my company and, and Diamonds Company as well. Is I have people like, hey Nick, you should do this, you should do this, or you should do this, you should do this. And I'm like, hey, no, because I don't <laughs> back. like I can feel it, and I and I hear them out. I hear them out. You know, I don't just say no off the bat. You know, I I'm not mean, but I'm I'm to the point that I'm putting that wall. I'm putting my wall down a little bit. I'm gonna let you peek over, and I'm gonna listen. And then if it feels good, I'm like, okay, cool. But if I get that 100% feeling like, no, Nick, I'm like, no, I appreciate it. But I don't I don't think that's uh, the, the message that we're trying to give out, you know. And they're like, okay. And I'll do it in a way that's not, I'm telling you no, but I'm not being a dick about it, you know. So right, I'm learning. Right. I'm learning that. And and, that, and that's what, let's go back to setting the boundary. Because I didn't have this, but, and that's just a boundary for myself. I don't want to be my own worst enemy. I don't think we all do, but we all, you know, we, 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 we go back to that reprogramming of, Ooh, okay. Because it feels safe. It feels comfortable. But the more you learn, it's going to feel uncomfortable, but it's, it's the right uncomfortable. And so I appreciate myself and I value myself learning that. And, and I'm not no, no longer looking for validation. That's another big thing that I suffer with. And I know a lot of people look, uh, or, or do look for validation from my peers, from my audience, from from my families, from friends, from just the world, and we all know the world ain't fair, and we all know the world don't care, but it's still it's something that we suffer from, and and I think that I I think that's uh it's called a life trap, and uh, I remember mm. reading this book about different we have different different life traps, and uh, validation and looking for approval is is one of them, and that's one of the biggest things I suffer from to this day, and. And I know you probably suffered from, and now you know you probably suffered from that uh, in the past, and you and you overcame that. And so that's something I'm trying to figure out with myself is trying to overcome that feeling. And like I said, so setting those boundaries and those healthy boundaries, it, it's it's allowing you to remove yourself from that life trap. But it's gonna be uncomfortable if you really want to change that. It's gonna be sure. Yeah, it's interesting too because you know, um, you know, if we're always saying yes, which you know, a lot of times we do find ourselves saying yes out of trying to validate ourselves or a situation and we give away our power when we're constantly saying yes. 
Yes. And and not not always like sometimes it is unlocking doors that we you know really do want to step into and and it does require a yes and but so I'm not always saying just never say yes that definitely yeah. you know find the right energetic feeling when you're making that decision to say yes but what I like to to think of and uh, you know is if you don't ever say no you'll never know you'll never yeah. know yourself. Because exactly. you're always giving yourself away by, by saying yes, 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 I'll do this, yes, I'll do this. But do, do I really, is that really what is in best alignment for me? I'm always giving myself away. But what if I just said, no, thank you. I'm going to just sit with myself this time and I don't need to take any actions. Like, I, why do I need to validate myself in doing anything other than what feels right for me in this very moment? And, you know, I appreciate the feedback. I appreciate those that, you know, are offering, you know, what they are. But in the end, you know, your actions are your actions and they need to come from you. Exactly. And so, and, and everybody that's listening now, and, and that's something that is very important that we learn. And, uh, you know, we just going to keep it real and, and, and keep it real in a positive setting. And, uh, it's one thing I like to I'd like to say, you know, we all have our personal battles and oh, we have more people. Let me press that. Right quick. <laughs> We're getting questions on questions. <laughs> yes, sir. That's what we like. Now that you guys did bring up Christ consciousness, I was, I think about that a lot because also I feel like Nick as a Pisces moon, like we literally like, that's how we're born. So part of our lesson is really to say no to others and turn that compassion on ourselves. And um, at first it's hard because you feel incredibly guilty, but yes, here's I do. It's the goal. The goal is to do it without feeling guilty, and you just feel you'll you'll be able to. Your cup will be so overflowing at that point that you'll more people will be benefit anyways. <laughs> yes okay i see what you're saying i like to tell people i'm a tactful um i'm a tactful glitch <laughs> i like <laughs> a tactful glitch is that what she said yes <laughs> <laughs> so as a pisces moon i know as you do nick like we know we are everything but my Gemini sun really helps me because I remind myself that I only have so much mental energy before I engage in an exchange because everything is an energetic exchange. Yes. And uh, from that, you know, like you say, you have a Gemini sun. I have, I'm an Aries, my daughter's an Aries, and my oldest is a Virgo, and then my wife is a Taurus. So it lets you know about the different dynamics in the house. And uh, me and my oldest one we have like very competitive talks like it ain't like we're fighting or whatever but she's five years old and she has some of the most brightest conversations with me and <laughs> he, it, it's just like from an every standpoint I'm very feisty and very you know like I know my qualities I'm very feisty and very like high energy and and then uh, I can have a conversation with you but I also my introvert to the way like I'm drained I'm like oh and so talking to her she would she she can talk to you you know she's a kid too but she'll talk to you and I get drained sometimes. And I'm like, oh, okay, wait, I'm going into my, come on. No, no, I'm going into my, I'm going into my low gear. I need to kick it back up. So, mm. 
with and and that's just been a Virgo though. You know, Virgos are very uh well they're perfection for one. And they just the opposite of an Aries. And then so and and I think she's a Virgo towards something. Like it, it, I can feel it. She's very she just very strong and like and and, and <laughs> very and she can be very demanding too. <laughs> Mm-hmm. Yeah, that that Taurus energy. Like my dad's a oh, Taurus. Yeah, like, yeah. yeah. and she's like, woof. Like you know, and she, she, what they're a bull. She's a bull. And I'm a ram. Or, or man, it's just oh, man with her. She's like, nope. I'm not. Yeah, I'm not doing it. And so I have to like when when things that she wants something done, like I want it done, I have to put it in a way that it's her idea. I can't tell her, hey, we should do this. I have to put it in a way that her ideas so she can be like okay let's do mm. this <laughs> yeah you know? yeah i can see that yeah <laughs> so and that's how and that's how like so she'd be like okay let's do this i'm like good you know now we can go do what we're all supposed to do because it's not it's her idea because if i say hey let's do this and do this she she's not going to she's not going to budge she's like nope and my daughter's like that too so i had to pave it in a way like, okay well you know what i'm not done talking you you figure it out <laughs> okay daddy we can do it this way <laughs> Okay, okay, okay. Even though I said it's the first time, but okay. So, and that's the, that's the, the the and that's what I the more I go out in the world and I talk to people, and I experience that I I, I come across so so many intense people. You know, my job that I do, uh, besides this, I, I'm a door salesman. So I meet so many different people, so many different cultures, and and so just uh, so many different outlooks of life. And I, I'm very, I, to me, I consider myself a very lucky man because I get to experience all that. You know, you know, it, it's not, it's a different lifestyle every single day. So, and I was talking to this lady, and I'm, I'm not gonna say she's a sidekick, but I think she's a tarot card reader. And I remember mm-hmm. in Iowa, she was telling me, she goes, "Oh, she goes, your 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 prints and everything. You're very like, she goes, you're you're strange. You're like a hybrid." And I'm like, "Huh? A hybrid of what?" She goes, "Your emotions are everywhere." She goes, "It's just everywhere, like." You're gonna be this, 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 and I'm like, okay. And she goes, you got so many people here, and so many people want your attention here, and this and that. And I was like, uh, but that was years ago. That was 2017, 2021. Now I know what she's talking about now. You know, I, I'm like yeah. the, the, the little network plug guy. I'm like here, and then you know, and everybody wants to come in plug here, and 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 they can find themselves through an outlet or something, through the light of something. And, I, and I'm starting to see that every single day. And, and I appreciate that. And we have more people chiming in this see. Myself being a Taurus, I definitely relate to the demanding part. <laughs> I have a tendency to be demanding in a very polite way. But yes, you definitely you know that I'm not asking you. <laughs> yes. <laughs> I didn't know she's a Taurus. But now that explains it. <laughs> that That's explains so it. great. All right, that explains it. That explains it. Who's... Now that that that's 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 crazy. I did not know you was a Taurus, but now I see you very clearly, Diamond. You got a lot of fire in that house. So my son is also an Aries Moon as well, and I'm a Sagittarius rising. And I agree with you, Nick. Like I can tap into that. We're feisty. We joke. Like my seven-year-old son will freaking roast you. Like. Yeah. <laughs> but it's draining, so I need to step away from it and go to that place. 
And also, I love Taurus energy for us because it's very grounding. For I always yeah. find Taurus energy very, very grounding. I love Taurians in my life. And but I find Virgo energy to be a little difficult because it can yes. be overcritical and we are the dreamers. We don't want anybody raining on our visions, on our dreams. Like nope. you know, <laughs> like we already have so many dreams that we already have so many questions. We don't want anybody to criticize them. Mm. Yes, I agree. <laughs> I agree. What do you think about that, Max? <laughs> yeah, I mean I, I mean I can definitely see all of those dynamics in play and, and yes, as it like a you know, having a Virgo moon myself, like I definitely have seen where I have had my opinions on the aesthetics of different experiences and and um and how things show up. But at the same time I've learned through various experiences of doing deep inner work. I've, I've done over seven months of vows of silence. And so I've done a lot of inner work. And so now I'm in a space where I flow a whole lot more and I'm not really critical like I used to be. I, um, you know, I appreciate like everybody's <laughs> say that again. I said, I can't wait to be like that. Just to, <laughs> just to be just to be like that is just I know it's gonna be a huge weight. I'll just I'm just so ready, but I know it takes time. <laughs> you're already there, you're just remembering it one day at a time. It's <laughs> <laughs> already programmed, Nick. Stop thinking like that. It it's is. It's just like letting go and finding the present come to you, right? Right now you're going against the stream when really you just need to affirm that you're already there and as you continue to do so, you'll see it show up more often and You'll, you'll find that, you know, like for me, I do also have big dreams, big ideas. And I know that if I'm going to have them come into full manifestation, I can't be overly critical because I know that, you know, there, there's a saying that's, um, that's, that goes like this, man plans, God laughs. And so <laughs> me being aware that, you know, I can plan all, all day long and try to really put in all the details that I see within myself into something. But in the end, it's going to organically come out the way it's going to come out. So I find myself surrendering to that more often and falling in love more so with the process of creation. And I, I lose all my critical judgment when I fall in love. And so when I'm in that space of just being present and loving the process, then that's really what I am you know, absorbing myself with. It's not the critical mindset of, oh, I, I should have done this. Oh, I should, it's not anything. To, I can always, I can always do more and I can always even make adjustments and even redo things. So it's not about um, being too critical to the point where I don't get things done. It's just doing my best to be in alignment so that things do get done. And over time, as I refine myself, my um, experiences will be more aesthetically pleasing as well. They'll show up in a way that I am enjoying the way it looks and feels, and it, and it is for me. Okay, okay. Somebody just tried to call in and, and ask some questions, but if anybody wants some questions to uh, ask Max and I, just chime in with the little microphone button and we'll, we'll play. Uh, the show is definitely going to wrap up here shortly. Um, um, we're just going to wrap here real shortly and then we will have it posted on Spotify, YouTube, Twitch, uh, 
Apple Podcast. So you guys stay tuned. You guys make sure you subscribe subscribe to Black Tea uh, LC. Uh, also on uh, Instagram, you can search me at Divine Souls Twenty Four. That way, you guys can keep all content to our live shows and podcasts and vlogs and stuff like that. Also on our website as well. But uh, last thing I want to talk to uh, talk about Max is just you know. Um, we talked about the breakthroughs and our chakras and bothers my injuries and setting boundaries. And we kind of got on top a little bit about talking about our horoscopes, but hey, it, it all matched up in its own way. Mm. And so uh, the last thing I just want to talk about is uh, just meditation wise. Like, you know, you, you say you do different types of uh, meditation. I know the meditation that I do, um, I, I just go in the room and I turn off everything. I kind of disconnect from my, uh, like my electronics and, uh, mm-hmm. And I kind of just, you know, I, I smoke my marijuana and I, I mean, I smoke out and and I get into the zone and, and I just be by myself. And I try to center my my center core or, or what they say, your third eye. And I just try to unlo- relax, like unload. Um, but mm-hmm. sometimes I when I meditate, I can feel certain like like a warm feeling, like a warm connection uh, that's mm-hmm. plugged into me. And so I just wanted to know, like, what is the different techniques that you do uh, and let the people, the listeners know out there that it's different techniques of meditation uh, to, to balance, uh, to be balanced in life. And uh, that would be our last segment we'll talk about. And then uh, we'll just we'll dismiss the live show. Perfect. Thank you. Yeah, I, I think for me, when I started on my journey years and years back in my early 20s, as far as when I started to, like, get into meditation, I found that it started off as like a, an actual physical practice of sitting and breathing and just tuning into my breath and my and allowing my thoughts to start to move through and just connecting deeply within to the different parts of my body. Um, and that's kind of how it began for me. And that opened me up to then exploring yoga. And yoga um, really opened me up to realizing that the life is yoga, life is a meditation. And so though I do physical practices of sitting and meditating, mm-hmm. I'm not always considering that as my, my only form of meditation or even yoga um, because yoga is, is union, it's connection, it's, uh, it's connection with the, the universe. Um, so um, what I've found is the more that I did do the seated meditation, and the breath work and going deeply within for, you know, for a period of time, I was probably meditating at least an hour or two um, in the morning. And that really helped me to get into that really deep centered space. But I found that over time, I was able to bring that into my daily life. And I didn't need to sit as often and meditate because my life was becoming more of a meditation. And I found that I was consciously breathing through all of my activities so i would be doing something and just breathing and <sighs> just letting myself be present with it and that became a meditation things would come up just like meditation and they would move through me and i would find that really meditation is bringing us to the present moment bringing us to union Sure, we can take meditation even deeper and reach deep states of consciousness and, and w- where we can, in essence, leave our bodies and have these deep experiences. But we can meditate as we're still experiencing our own life and gain that still, that, that peace of that calm 
and peace. So for me, I have different practices that I've worked with. Um, at one point in my earlier 20s, I, when I was being um, quite rebellious, I, um, I didn't have a vehicle at the time. <laughs> I was working for this other company and I was walking to the bus. And so every day I would do a walking meditation because I didn't have a whole lot of time to myself and I had to walk a mile to get to the bus stop. And so I was walking yeah. And I would breathe as I walked, and I do a a vocal incantation to unlock my chakras while I was doing this walking practice. So I would breathe into each chakra individually, and then I would use a vocal tone that was connected to that chakra because our chakras are connected to different notes. So, for example, your root chakra is connected to C major, I believe it is, um, C C major, and so I would vibrate C major as I was walking, and no one was outside, so I would be loud. I didn't care. I would just <laughs> let it out, and I would really like open up that space, and I would do like three deep breaths, three deep movements of that um, that toning, and then I would move up, and I would go to my sacral, and then I'd go to my solar plexus, and all the way up till I got to my crown. And by the time I did that, I was extremely clear. And so this was a practice I did every day as I was preparing to get on the bus and it was very similar to getting into that deep state of meditation so we can do different practices that are movement practices of meditation like you have qigong you've got different art forms um, that are meditations like dance is a meditation if you really allow yourself to get into some of these deep spaces like meditation is found in so many different areas it's not just seated um, however in these seated meditations we can go deeply inward and so, I mean, you can um, really break through some really deep spaces within that allows you to create a gap of awareness, because that's what okay. meditation does, creates a gap of awareness where we can start looking at ourselves and to see where we can be maybe a little bit more gentle with our healing and maybe listen to ourselves and our bodies a little bit more, because our bodies know everything. That's where we're storing our memories. That's where we're storing our traumas. And when we allow our bodies to be free, then we allow the energy to come up and we don't hold on to it. We don't shame it. We don't judge it. We let it move on through us. And that allows us to be more present. And so you can do that through many different practices of meditation, um, even just sitting and consciously breathing in for four counts, holding it for four counts, releasing for four counts holding that for four counts and continuing that cycle. That's called box breathing. You, that's what they do. Like, for example, if you were to have a paramedic come to you and you're in a, a situation where, you know, you are um, in, like having a lot of anxiety and fight or flight kind of mode and you're, you're kind of having a, a moment where you're just hyperventilating and losing yourself, they'll bring you into some breathing. That's the first thing they'll do to get you comfortable and calm back into yourself is they'll bring you back into some box breathing. So um, we can do that when we get into situations where things become hectic and overwhelming. We can activate that meditative space and just take a few breaths before we react okay. and choose to respond instead of react. Okay. All right. I like so that. there's I'm different, there's different me methods. Like that. there's, there's, um, I mean, there's, methods like kundalini breathing like you can do a lot of kundalini breathing to raise energy intentionally and, and have a kundalini awakening 
You can do, uh, you know, breathing that like there's, there's breath work called like skull shining where you're breathing and, you know, moving all your energy up and you're and, and in these spaces, obviously you're breathing with the intention of, of creating a deep meditative space uh, for, for yourself to go on into. Um, there's alternate breath work. I think it's called the Lomi Lomi breath or something like that, where you'll plug one side of your nostril. So let's say I'm, I take my hand out in front of me and make a hang loose sign, right? I got my thumb and I'm going to plug up my right side of my nose, my nostril with my other hand still pointed out and I'll take a deep breath in through my left nostril and then I will plug it with my pinky finger. So I'm plugging both nostrils and then I open up my left or my, my thumbs, excuse me, my, my right side and I breathe. Um, so I breathe in and then I plug it and then I breathe out through the other side and I'm, I'm creating um, a breath pattern that is actually harmonizing both hemispheres of the brain. So you can do a lot of different practices for a lot of different reasons. We can, we can really um, impact our brain chemistry by just breath alone. Um, so yeah, there's, there's a lot, I, I mean, I, it's like, I can't really give everybody everything out there cause there's, it's unlimited. There's it's so, so many much. practices. Yeah. Okay. yeah. Appreciate that. We have, uh, we have one voice, uh, chime in and then we're going to listen and then we're going to wrap it up. What's going on? Uh, isn't that how it feels the universe chimes in what is going on (laughs) (laughs) we love it we love it but uh you know max i appreciate you coming on with us tonight uh on our live show i appreciate your huge blessing in our lives and i thank vera for having oh i was actually uh, about to drop that yeah, like, I was gonna so say, say before I take off, I wanted to name shout out Vera Rising for uh, getting me on this show, making this connection with you, Nick, and it's been such a pleasure. Such a pleasure, man. Like, uh, you know, if you guys don't know Max, look him up on uh, Facebook. Uh, tell them about your Instagram. Tell them how they can get you. He also sells candles, and I gotta order one because I, <laughs> I've been looking. I, I've been spying on books. So I can get me a candle too. I love them. Oh, you guys definitely. Yeah, candles. thank you. Definitely well, yeah, candles. thank you. So, so for those that are that have been following along, thank you again. You know, my name is Max N. Jones. You can find me on Instagram under Max and Jones, or you can find me on Facebook under Max and Jones as well. You can send me a message either way through either one of those platforms and connect. Um, I'm a mindset coach, a life coach, and a sensory deprivation facilitator as, as my main focus. I also am an artist, a writer, a, a musician, creator on many different levels, including creating customized intentional candles so <laughs> if you have an interest beautiful. in reaching out it would be great to connect so yeah thank it's you again beautiful and like i said i appreciate you guys uh being a part of black tea uh, like i said you guys know my our whole uh motto our whole vision our whole mission is just to change the world unite the world once at a time you know we talk about everything uh when it comes to mental health uh social injustice any like anything you want to talk about we keep it real no censorship no judgment here all your, pen- all your opinions and thoughts matter to me and to Diamond. And, you know, hit us up at any time, uh, you know, on Facebook, uh, WhatsApp, 
any any platform. We're all over. Check out our podcast on Spotify. I'm going to be start doing a, uh, an episode on Spotify uh, next week because everybody knows that the George Floyd uh, situation is coming up, uh, his trial. So I know my business partner, uh, Diamond, is very intrigued and very ready. So we will be having an open discussion about that and the outcome in the upcoming few weeks. So I thank you guys for joining our live show today. Stay tuned. We're up and coming in St. George. So I appreciate you guys. Love you, love you guys. I love you, Zach. I love you, Vera. Love you, Stefan. You guys are a huge support for us, so I appreciate you guys. I appreciate everybody. Wonderful. Thank you. Oh, somebody said something. Hold on. Let's see. Yeah, we, we, as I said, we got something here if we want to check it. <laughs> Thank you, you guys. And actually, that's how I met Max was candles. So, Nick, get some candles from him. Thank I definitely you so much <laughs> for sharing the space with me. Oh, thank you, Cammy. Thank you, thank you. I appreciate everyone. I definitely will buy you some can- uh, some candles because my wife loves candles and I do too. So, boom, wonderful. I right, check you Booyah. guys out. I love you. And uh, all right.